Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, the QPR podcast. I'm David Fraser. Uh, there's two founders of the QPR podcast, regulars with me, and a debutante. Am I right in saying that? This is my hat trick tonight. This is your hat trick. It's, yeah. it's the first time we've done it together. Yes, exactly. Uh, I do apologise, but we've got nine years. I had nine and a half years of podcasts to go through in my head uh, at moment's notice. So I will introduce the, um, the non-regular whose voice you heard there. That was Paul Curtis from QPR NYC. That's correct. Over from America for how long? How, in QPR games, how long? Sheffield Wednesday away. And that's it. And I'll be back for the new year and then for the playoff final. And Stoke on Saturday. And, <laughs> yeah, every game. <laughs> back for the playoff yeah, final. Every game. <laughs> um, welcome. Thank you, sir. Welcome back. Um, we also have Chris Charles. Hello. Um, of BT Sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I allowed to say where you're going that's interesting or is that like classified? No. Okay. So hello to the Russian hackers listening <laughs> and to Vladimir Putin. Chris is off to Russia soon. For am, some sort yeah. of boxing match. It's uh, Anthony Yard, world title fight against Sergei Kovalev. But it's not Moscow, Russia. It's a five-hour flight from Moscow, a place called Chelyabinsk, uh, which is like in the middle of nowhere. No one speaks English. So, yeah, it could be interesting. Chelyabinsk? Chelyabinsk. Yeah, one of my favourite places, <laughs> Fam- five hours from Moscow. Famous for a meteor crater. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and lastly, but by no means leastly... Have you got a smartwatch that you're playing with? It's it's Paul Finney. I'm trying to turn it off in case it rings. Right. But yes, mm. I don't like these things. I don't, I'm not going to have it anymore. I don't like it. I can't tell the time with it. Well, what, 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 welcome back. I never went away. Uh, before we get on to talk about QPR Salona uh, and the win at the weekend, let me do... Uh, that Neil, that the, you may have heard, Neil, the engineer there, laughing. I think in about a year and a half, it's the first time he's ever laughed at anything. Um, so that's very welcome. Let me do the admin, uh, which is to thank the people who've supported the podcast. Now, uh, let me kind of just, just, just do a little introduction to the sponsor for this week. So last week's podcast was our fourth most listened to podcast ever. Did you know that? Our fourth most listened to podcast ever. But... That was despite one part in it that everybody complained about, which was, Paul? You? You talking about your motorbike licence in a monologue that I believe is being <laughs> used by US agents in interrogation I was going about that, actually. Please can Don't. we not? No. Please can we not? However, the people... Uh, on trackoffroad.com liked it so much <laughs> that they've decided to re-sponsor the podcast. Um, so that is a for any of Rangers fans, and it's run by a Rangers fan himself, into motorcycle racing, MotoGP, MXGP, and anything else with two wheels, check out ontrackoffroad.com. You can follow them on Twitter at ontrackoffroad or on Instagram at OTOR Magazine. So thank you very much really to them. It really does it? Making me mind that what I'd get We are not talking about that. Okay. Uh, uh, and thank you also to Joshua Banks, who has bought the beers for this week. Much appreciated. Thank you, Banksy. Thank you, Banksy, the Banksmeister. Um, anybody else that wants to know anything about the podcast and supporting the shows, you can go to the website at qprpod.co.uk. Right. Okay. And what about licenses? What about licences? What about licences? Carry on. Yes, indeed. Right, let's not do that. In fact, the opposite of indeed. Let's not talk about motorbike licences, but let's talk about a licence to thrill. <laughs> which is what QPR had on Saturday. Wow, that was actually quite good for you. Thank you. you. Yeah. That is in PR. And it took him nine and a half hours, years. Mm-hmm. Now, Saturday was amazing, wasn't it? I mean, I, I, I went up with Chris um, on the train that took forever, yep. which is fun. 12 quid return to Stoke. You can't beat it. Anyway, so whatever. You've been under 16 for quite some time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took six hours. Yeah. Take, they always take yeah. a photograph you of the Baldy spot. Right. No, it was good. But no one had a, a clue what was going on, did we, Chris? I mean, we said in the pub, we spoke, talked to Stoke fans, we had no clue. And one of the best opening performances I could... I didn't realise it was West Ham was the last time we won an uh, opening fixture. Some so this was... 1987 was yeah, yeah. the last away day opening And the last game. time Kevin Brock... Sounds your 25th well. birthday. 
Aye, so you remember it well. So it was brilliant. It was the um, I was surprised at the total football. Um, the second goal apparently was brilliant. Um, yeah. Did you miss it? Is that right? I, I was talking to someone and I, I missed the goal. Paul was in the bar basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Talking. It talking. was rather good, wasn't it? It was brilliant. You know, when you come back to your seat, it was going to finish. Like, but you know, when you come back to your seat, it was going. Where were you? It's like I was downstairs talking to Paul Callagher. Thanks, Paul. In ten years, though, you're going to say you were there. Yeah. I'll say I scored it when, when Ezzy scores a winner in the Champions League yeah, yeah. remember that goal at Stoke oh yeah one of my favourites it's the, the best goal you never saw yeah. the thing is it was said to be like Simon was behind me and he said oh, you know, you, I'm not, I can't do it justice it's absolute quality it's like an onion that goal yeah. in the well there's so many levels and layers to it because when they first showed it they just showed the, the run from him at the shot then you take it back 10 seconds and you get the run, you kind of get the passes being strung together from Lumley's kick out to defence. And then when you scroll it back another 10 seconds, you actually get the whole move from mm, the goal kick. Yeah. So it's not only a brilliant finish, brilliant run by Eze, but it's just a brilliant team goal But that well. goal sums up why you go to football. That's a, a football, that's football porn to the extent of Eze does Dallas. Hey, <laughs> very good. Um, no, I mean that, that was up there with that Jack Wilshire goal that won goal of the season a few years ago in my in my book. Not as many passes, but it had it it, it, it was a two in one goal. It was a team goal, and it was a brilliant individual goal as well, which doesn't happen that often. And he passed it into the back of the net. He just oh. passed it by Butland. There wasn't. It was, it, there was no doubt in his mind once he went past Jones, he was just going to tuck that in the corner. But even Jeff Cameron before that, just the way he just changed his body shape. To pass the ball, superb. Best QPR goal since well, any one of Tarabs or well, Bobby Zamora playoff final. Yeah, yeah but that that was a great goal because of what it meant, and I it did. was a great finish. Um, but in terms of like the team goal, the skill, the movement, Wigley against Leeds, yeah, it was good. That was it was that, that was good. A while back. There was yeah. quite a few good goals we won the Warnock the season we won the league. Yeah, I mean, Zamora's away at um, where was that? Was that Sunderland? Sunderland yeah yeah. Um, and you had West Brom he scored one didn't he yeah you, you also had John Spencer West scored Brom. quite a few but good decent for, ones. For, for the sheer jubilation of it Tommy yeah. Smith's goal against Everton in the Premier League at Goodison Park the return mm-hmm. the, yeah it, it, it reminded me of that because everyone i would never seen know, anyone go that mental orange kit yeah with that horrible orange kit remember that yeah I do uh-huh. I, I, but, Matty Phillips actually that 40 yard Blockbuster from Matty Smith. Yes, we'll have a get to vote. Matty Phillips, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Matty, you but it's just the fans' reaction, I thought, was reminiscent of uh, Everton. Well, when he scored the second goal? When Ezzy got the second goal, everyone just... Was it, good? it was good, yeah. Okay. yeah. Everyone apart from Finney and his yeah, mate. I was climbing his stirs and the steward just looked at me like and say, you absolute <laughs> dick. <laughs> it was just... Yeah, it was, I sat there with my head in my hands. It was just around going, no, no, they're good. I've got to stop you, drinking. It was like that. At Rush- I went to the the uh, the three three at Rushton. Oh, the Ainsworth double mm. when Ainsworth got yeah. uh, ITV's number one and number three goals of the season mm, in the same yeah. game. And there's so many people I know who spent the whole of the second half in the bar and completely missed it. Doesn't help me, though, Chris. No. Um, can we say a word about the first goal? I, I thought the first goal yeah. was a really yeah. good yeah. goal as well. I mean, and you you could almost say the least satisfying bit of it was the finish, although it was a good finish, but. That crossfield ball from Cameron, the sort of run from Bright. That Never gave it up, did he? No, he didn't. But what was the keeper doing? If I was a Stoke fan, I'd be like... I he... think the keeper thought it was going to go out. Yeah, I think Bright, Bright wasn't going to be that quick to get to it. Oh, right, I thought Bright true. was brilliant. but And even the ball he put into the middle, it gave Hugel a chance to get it. Yeah. He hit it high enough, so somebody's going to get in there to get it. It was amazing because you kind of the pressure I got from Butler was I don't want to, like when we remember we go down that second season players just don't want to be there and you can see quite yeah, a few yeah. Stoke players just didn't want to yeah. they didn't anticipate being on that pitch for that game against Queens Park Rangers I kind of like I thought I'd be no. in the Premier League squad or whatever and I think Nick Powell Joe Allen we was I, yeah I thought they I, I I was a bit worried when I saw them two names I thought they'd be a lot better I thought Paul would absolutely rinse us yeah completely. he was slow well I don't think I think it's like we said last week I don't think that they didn't really know what to expect from us like we didn't I mean yeah. as we said last year we could finish last week we could finish anywhere from six to, to bottom yeah. you know Just you still believe that, or have you revised your opinion now? Fourth. Anywhere from first to bottom. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, think it's, I saw someone on Twitter the other day where people said, I "Don't get carried away." It's one game. You think, but yeah, but normally we lose the first game, or it's not and, then, and we do get carried away. Yeah, but it, it, it was kind of like because of pre-season in Vienna, Borum Wood, 
wasn't great. There was there were things that you could think, oh god, that wouldn't go so well. And then on Saturday, it just came so well together. Everyone, yeah. everyone, Cameron was immense. I mean, they had him training with the under twenty threes that week. So you can't blame him. Stoke fans were giving him. He a wasn't shit. expecting to play ninety right. minutes. I, sorry, go on. I think the only mistake you could level at Warburton is why on earth did he swap Jeff Cameron for Jordan Cousins in the preseason? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were quite a grip. We we did this typical QPR thing in the bus, didn't we? Because we got the wrong bus as usual. Because yeah. we went to the pub with the wrong pub. Blah blah. Because oh, it's all park and ride there. Not that you had a ride, but it's no, all no, bus. Yeah, bus you in and out. Indeed. So we we kind of, but we got the home one. Because right. we, we, we went to that terrace bar before, but I didn't like it. It's not the sort of place I... I yeah. It wasn't great. Anyway, so we decided to get the Stoke. Da, da, da. So the Stoke fans, and they're like, going, if we lose a day, that's it. I'm not coming back. That's it. I'm done for the season. First day. <laughs> and it's like, really? And then we were just saying, like, if I was you, I'd put money on Cousins to score. Yeah, yeah. Always that was just. Yeah, you said Cousins scored two, I think. Yeah, yeah but I, I, and I'm going to do that every game. I'm going to pick a player from the opposition to really tell the home fans, like, fucking go for him. Or sorry, go for him. He's brilliant. And then it kind of works in a different way. I kind mm. of, I might have cracked something here. I'm going to keep doing it all season, see if it works, because I did not see that performance coming. We were amazing Saturday. I mean, whether it, it doesn't, everyone's going, oh, we're not going to win it. Who cares if we win it? We played well. And if you keep leaving nothing but your soul on the pitch, no one can complain. Whether you win 1-0 or you lose 1-0, it doesn't matter. You give them, they give their all. That's all you can ask. Well, they, they couldn't lay a glove on us for 75 minutes, yeah. but then it was typical well, we would never play. They got really stoky at the end, didn't they? Humping the ball into the middle and... Yeah, I mean, it, was, yeah. It, it wouldn't be a QPR game without everyone biting their fingernails for the last 15, 20 minutes. But, um, Lumbly missed that ball. But then maybe Warburton's learned more from that last 15 minutes than the previous 75, who knows? I like the continuity because for all the, four, however many, 14 signings, 15 signings over the summer, we, there were only three players started that game who weren't here last year for us. Same number as Stoke. So... He obviously, maybe it was deliberate or not, but he obviously at this point sees something in... There's a core of players who were here who he's got faith in. What did you think of the starting eleven? given all the chat we've had about all the players over the summer? Um, Yeah, I, I, like you said, I think it was quite good to have the nucleus, if you like, of players that have been there before. Um, I don't think anyone had... I can't think of anyone who had a really bad game. I mean, there might have been a couple yeah. of shaky moments. I thought Bright was really good. Easy. Man of the match, I thought. Yeah. Easy was very good as well. Cameron was great. I thought the centre-backs, you know, again, for, for, at least for the first 75 minutes, didn't look like anything was getting past them. Um, yeah, I was I was very satisfied with all of it, to be honest. I, I, I actually thought, if I'm being honest, it was going to say, oh, here he goes again, playing the Irish card. But Manning was absolutely outstanding at left back. I did not, you know, you kind of think, well, how's he going to cope against your man? Is he going to get run all over the place? Is he going to. But he just looked like he'd been playing there for 20 years. And he was mm. so good at crossing as well. And Hammond, I mean, I felt sorry for Zipa when he came on because it kind of like, he was not up with the pace of the game. So when he came on, everyone had dug in, everyone was so tuned in to mm. each other that he kind of, you could see, it was so, it was so high pressured. Yeah, I thought Shadibo uh, sort of like faded. Not faded, I thought... Shadipa, I said... Yeah, we, yeah. Weren't, <laughs> we weren't sure who you said, but... I just wanted yeah, to throw that out there, yeah. yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. actually say that. Yeah, yeah. You said the Belfast accident. Shadipa, eh, Shirley? I thought he did, he did all right when he came on, but he was no uh, Can I Samuel. Give that? He was no... I thought, I thought the lads looked tired in the final 10 minutes. I thought they really chased everything and that let Stoke back into the game a bit. I thought Manning, he moved into midfield and uh, he was just... They were just huffing and puffing. He was kicking it wherever he could. Towards the end, I, I, no, they, I thought they ran out of gas a little bit. Um, I've got to ask you. Um, there was so sorry to sort of change the mood of it, but I do feel it's quite important to mention it. So there were allegations again that James McLean was abused by racially abused by fans. Did you see this? Was I, a saw, statement. I saw it. Saw it. Didn't hear it. He got well, abused because he's, he's a horrible. You just want to. He's got a face you just like to. He's just a diver. That dive he did against Wigan, for Wigan against us in the playoff final. Yeah. He's not a nice fella. He's very. I wonder if that's more of it than the the non poppy were in. He was, yeah. He was he was crying the whole game against Samuel. He was crying to the lines when he was crying to the ref because Samuel was taking him to school. I don't think it was racist at all. No, I mean that's the allegation he's made. Well, he's talking shit. Really, uh, I, hang on, you can't say you can't say that. I didn't hear it. it you can and, say you didn't hear it, 
No, but if how, you didn't hear it. But the thing is, I tell you, because you can't legislate for every person. That's no, but I didn't. Say, mate. Right, one at a time. One at a time. I'm on. saying, mate, he'd have to have very good hearing because we were the the bottom bit of the the way in was closed and we were high up, and I didn't hear anything. You'd it have wasn't to be, racial. You'd have to have chanting for that, and there was nothing. There was, there was no anti-Irish chanting, which no. I presume would be the racial thing, and being. Of Irish descent myself, I was pretty much sure I'd pick up on it, and there was no anti-Irish chanting. Nothing about the poppy, nothing about that. Just I did, well, I didn't, I didn't hear it, and we mm. were in different parts. I was closer to the to the touchline than you. You were in the middle well, of it, the, so I didn't hear I, it. I think yeah. the thing is, what happened at Loftus Road was wrong, one hundred percent wrong. If he chooses not to wear a poppy, that's down to him. Why he, he he does that is entirely up to him. Someone should give him a history book because he realised how many Irish died in the wars. But never mind, his choice. But it was nothing to do with that. It could go back to what you said about the wig. Sorry, Paul, you said about the wig yeah. thing. But he just got beat. He was probably nice. bad. But he's not a favourite player of anybody, the, really. The worst thing is, is his brother's just signed from my Irish club, Glen Torn, and he's Belfast, so that's mm. going to be interesting. But um, I can just feel that it's very easy for James to do that, and it's sad that he's done that, and I'm sure he's a bigger person than that, but it was no way. I will, it, listen, I know that we there's QPR fans that are probably racist. I know there's... Charlton fans are probably racist. I'm not saying we're not racist, but there was no way that was racial on Saturday at all. Not that I heard. Anyway, was it, is he talking about on the pitch? Was it, or is it? Did someone do it on the way to the it's bus? On the, or? on the pitch. Was it definitely QPR fans? Don't know. That I didn't. Think don't know. Been specified. Hasn't been specified. It also hasn't been specified whether it was a chant or just one person saying something to him as he get picks the ball up or something. Yeah, but like, he, like you said, that the, the thing is though, it's not like QPR where everyone. You can hear everything because everyone's screaming. You know, you're right close to the pitch. We were on the top tier, and as far as I could see, there wasn't any QPR fans on the bottom. Well, let's hope there wasn't, and there was no one involved in that. Okay, uh, anything else on Stoke? Well, well, I mean, just like the guy behind me talking about fans. You know, it's within five minutes, and I have my daughter with me. And okay, fair enough. It's football, you know, and she knows the score, but. If she didn't know all the swear words in the world by now, then she she definitely does, and it was like it was constant behind really? that, that That's fine. I, I I get that. That's football. That happens. But the moment, if the first that time, argument's wearing a bit thin. Well, go on. That's probably I think the way games are slightly different day. to yeah. home games, to be honest. But anyway, but any um, she didn't seem too faithful by that. Um, but yeah, as soon as easy, the first time he miscontrolled, lost the ball. He was straight on his back, slagging him off. You lazy so and so. You know, not nothing dodgy, but yeah, yeah giving it all that. Um, and I just think some people mistake Easy for being lazy when he's more languid. It's he's he's, he's like his unhurried well, style, which makes him go so good when he's going forward. He looks like it's where his arms are. We've talked about this before. He runs with his arms by his side <laughs> rather than bending his elbows right, and going backwards yeah, yeah, and forwards. Like he's he's but, really killing himself. Right. Running. But when you bend, when you bend your yeah. elbows and run like that, <laughs> you look like Jamie Mackey. Yeah. But when you have your arms by your side, you look like you can't be bothered. And but, it's and we've talked about this before. I think it's just it's like you say it's just the style. It but was it, a fellow right. Sorry, fellow right beside me was giving him grief just before he scored. Ah, which is lovely. I, I, but I, I, lovely. Did he celebrate? Yeah, he did. I said, "What do you think now?" He goes, "All right, yeah." yeah. The thing <laughs> is, I, I, the lazy thing just is it's wasted on me because I don't see it. He's a young kid learning his trade. He's got a hell of a lot to learn. He's got a hell of a journey to continue with. I don't see it. It's, it's like you know, these people have got to develop. They don't become great players, especially at the level that we're at. We've got to develop our players. We've got to help them. Shouting lazy bars at them is not going to help develop. Ninety-three percent pass accuracy. On yeah, Saturday, really? yeah. so he can be as lazy as he wants. I don't get yeah, it. He's get, I don't get it. Nine, nine and a half passes out of I ten. I mean, to, to be the fair, right you talk about that Roy Wigley goal. I don't remember Roy Wigley ever running back and tackling somebody. Yeah. But I could be no, wrong. True, because well, you got your all. <laughs> well, Tarab used, used to get it from some people, which was yeah. which was ridiculous. You know, I mean, because yeah. Eze's good, but he's not in that league at the moment. Um, but um, yeah, my favourite comment was a comment on loft for words from Smegma. About as he says, the way he lazily received the ball from Cameron in midfield, then lazily strolled, <laughs> inside, <laughs> lazily strolled inside the defender before lazily planting the ball into the net was a joy to behold. I know he wrote that. That's very good. Yeah, I um, don't like that we're talking about the, definitely the goal of the season so far. Yeah, uh, probably, <laughs> probably the goal of the season, and we're still using the L word in relation to easy. I well, mean, give not. it a rest. I, I know, I know, him. I know. I would say the L word should be loose as learning his trade, learning his graft, and he's doing really well. Keep keep backing him. And and basically, if he does make a mistake, if he does uh, misplace a pass, 
then give him support, give like, him encouragement. How many other players misplaced passes on Saturday? A yeah. good few. No, this guy behind was waiting for him to make a mistake. Yeah, like Scowan right at the start of the game, good save by Lumley. I know Cameron misplayed a few passes, and you could see they're frustrated when they do it. Mm. It, but it happens. In, but we're, we're in the Championship for a reason. It's mm. not... And even the Premiership, it happens. I mean, I, 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 I vaguely remember something Stephen Gerrard falling over a ball at one stage. You know, it happens. Mm. You know, and they know they've made a mistake. They don't need to be told. But do you know what annoyed me on Saturday more than anything? Eh, actually, Missing the goal. Missing the goal. <laughs> really, really annoyed me. But it's like some reading Twitter and stuff, the Stoke fans' reaction to Cameron giving him stuff for enjoying it. The manager didn't read him. He put him in the train with the kids. He didn't, he wasn't rid of him. And he's gone up there, done an absolute job on them. One of the best performances I've seen Cameron do in his QPR time. He's entailed to have a smile. I think he set up both goals, didn't he? Yeah. Or yeah. had the assist, yeah, assist yeah. for yeah. the first. But not only that, Dave, he was, he was breaking them down every time. And he was, he was you, you would have sworn he was 23, wouldn't you, Paul? Yeah. You wouldn't have said that. Strong, too. Yeah, Strong and, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he wasn't going around kicking people and, and being nasty. Like, you're taking my place, I'm having you. Like, you know, the old bitterness and everything. He played the ultimate professional game. He was immense. And he's entitled to smile and raise his arms when he's in the pitch because he's saying, Nathan Jones, you're wrong. So a week ago we sat here and I think we pretty much said we have got no idea how we're going to do this season. Could finish anywhere, could be a disaster, could go all right. Do we feel any different now? Um, not really. I mean, a different in, like, very encouraged, surprised. Uh, it's given me a lot of belief for the rest of the season but I, I, we, we could still I think injuries are the key if we get a, mm. a shed load of injuries in key positions I know his, his mantra is to try and find two people for each position which he's like you know slowly doing yeah um, so you can't say but all I would say is yeah I mean the, the glass is definitely fuller than it was last week but there's something in it Graham <laughs> Wesley uh the old manager, I forgot who, who, who was the manager of. He Stevenage. was manager of Stevenage. Did he manage? He's, he's a, he, 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 isn't he, isn't the man is a bit of a football genius, if you ever... Is he? Read, well, I, I read the football league paper today and he reckons QPR going up. <laughs> I've heard a few things said about Wesley, but never before. Well, the only thing I would say to that is Mark Warburton is very much a coach's coach. So yeah. all the coach, all the other coaches are big fans of him, which may there may be a bias. And he watches a lot of football. I remember that. going to Barnsley, QBR Barnsley at Loftus Road a couple of years ago on a Tuesday night. I was in the posh bit and he was there. He was watching Ryan Kent playing for Barnsley. He was at Rangers at the time and he Ryan Kent went off, he went home. You know, so yeah. he, he, you see that he, he watches games. He knows what he's yeah. all about. He's he's fully do you, involved. Do you think that's because he hasn't got a football background? He's always he knows he's fighting against the tide because Wenger did, really didn't have a football. Well, no, exactly too, the same yeah. sort of thing. It's like kind of like didn't play properly like that. Different city boy trying to. Yeah. And to me, listen, it's one game. Who knows? We could get we could be in this position in six months' time. No, we're going Jesus, up, mate. Jesus, <laughs> listen, I'm a fan. We were, we were brilliant the weekend. Brilliant. The weekend. Well, it's going to be brilliant on Saturday. My, my brother Ben up. said to me, "Do I need to keep the bank holiday in May I've free?" I said, "No, because no, champions. champions don't <laughs> yeah, bother exactly. with the playoffs." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're fans. We're really good. But the, what look you at said, us. We're world beaters. Who, who's going to beat us? What team in that then. league is going to beat us? <laughs> Maybe you, you, you Huddersfield. On t- no, no, no. no, no. I'll tell you what was interesting. What you said about two players is how how Lumley's reacted to Kelly coming because obviously Kelly hasn't come here to sit on the bench. And with a bit of a ricket on Saturday. Yeah, but he was—he didn't look comfortable <laughs> when the balls. That's how he's, he's, he? Yeah. yeah, but he, to be fair to him, he's—he's he's been under pressure. But I don't know. I think he knows that one bad slip up again, and we lose. He, he'll be. Out. I don't know. I think he did a lot of positive things. He showed a lot. Well, the team was showing a lot more. There was a lot more. Um, Haller's captain was certainly a lot more um, focal than I've seen for quite I, a while. I don't know if you noticed this in the pre-season because I, I went to a couple of games like you, but. There's fewer people in the grounds at pre-season, so you can hear the mm. players a lot more. Lumley does not shut up. He is constantly talking. I don't remember us having as vocal a goalkeeper. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah, stay it. skill. Where's Sainsbury's? Where's Sainsbury's? Sorry. Apparently, that's what he ever said. Um, let me ask you on. Let me move away from Stoke and ask you on some other club matters that we didn't. So last week, all we talked about was. Um, was the, was the signings. It looks very much like Massimo Luongo is leaving before Thursday, therefore, uh, which is the transfer deadline. 
Um, there was a report, I think, on an Australian news site today that's saying that he's secured his move away, although it didn't say to who. Mm. I think Bordeaux, somebody said, didn't they? Him and Koscielny. Yeah. Did you see that signing Koscielny. video today? Koscielny? No. no. Koscielny signed for Bordeaux from Arsenal today, and the signing video starts with him. This is from the Bordeaux... He did sign for Bordeaux. Yeah. This is from the Bordeaux social media account. He starts with a shot of him in his Arsenal shirt, no. takes it off above his head to reveal a Bordeaux shirt. <laughs> Pretty brutal. Um, so this is the last podcast before Massimo Luongo probably goes and departs the club. Mm. So I thought it was probably worth a little kind of chat slash Finney tribute to him. Are we? How are we feeling about him going? Well, I'm feeling better about him going, having seen Saturday's performance. Um, If money was no object, if we could keep him, I would definitely keep him. I I know there's a lot of naysayers, but I think think he's a decent player. I think he's done well, but he's quite combative. Um, There was a definite slip in performances when he'd come back from Australia, like taking four or five games to get back in his stride, which I, I never quite understood. But I think if he doesn't want to be here, I don't know. I don't know. I know the fact that he's his last year's contract, so we want to try and get some money from him. But if he thinks he can earn some more money, then maybe he's not. It's the right time for him to go. I don't think it's about money. I've been very underwhelmed by him. I expected mm. more over the course of his career, yeah. and he just didn't quite do it for me. This site reckoned we're going to get three. Uh, we're going to get a couple of million for him. If we do that, I mean, we paid three point five for him. Forget what you, it wasn't for the other guy; it was for him. It wasn't for Gladman; it was for him. We just didn't want to. Spurs didn't get any money of that. If we had to spend it on him, Spurs would have got a, a, a big chunk of the transfer, and um, Swindon didn't want that to happen, so we they put it on Gladwin. So, uh, um, value for money. If we get, I'll be surprised. If we get a couple of million for him. I mean, he lost his when he went to the World Cup. He didn't want to play for us. I was kind of upset about that because you should always want to turn up for your club. He'd be a great World Cup, wouldn't he? Get off the bench. He'd probably the best seat in the house for no money. Um, And, you know, that that was disappointing. I don't think, you know, I mean, I remember when Macca went out with Northern Ireland in 86, I don't think he he missed a single QPR game and still wins the World Cup. And I know he's a different breed and different type of player and stuff, but that was disappointing. It's always been that, he's always been a seven, but he's never gone to a nine. Do you know what I mean? During mm. games, it's kind of like, mm. are you waiting for him to do that? Because he's got the ability to do it. He's got the skill. He's got the technique. Didn't score enough goals. And it'd be interesting because, sadly, I think Wolverton would be the right person to get maybe the best out of him. You see a better player, but obviously he doesn't rate him. So He tried to buy him, though, at Forest, didn't he? Yeah, for £2 million, which is strange. Yeah. I don't think he doesn't rate him. I think the, I think the lads just want to get the, the club, want to get some money for him. They've, some money. they've got cover for him now. and they Do they really need him? Well, Warburton doesn't rate him enough to sort of insist that he's in the team. I well, suppose. if he's, well, I don't think they want to. I don't think they want to give him the money. I, no, I don't think it's about money. I think he's looking at Amos and he's thinking, "How do I get him out the side?" Yeah. And if I was him, I'd be wondering the same question. Amos again, who was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So if I'm if I'm Luongo, I know Amos only here for a season. I'd be looking at that thing, and he's a player I should. Well, Luongo's is only here for a season. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're not going to get much money. So he'd uh, be interesting to see where he ends up. I think that sounds like a board decision to me. It sounds like we, you, we've got to get X, Y, and Z. Um, and, and maybe, yeah, right. I mean, Warburton could have repelled against it, but that would have meant him signing a new deal, presumably. And he that does, would have meant more he money. Signed, the last deal he signed, he's in pretty good wages. That's, that's the only thing of what they say about money. For a championship player, he's in really good wages. Really good wages. Like what sort of level wages? As Clive would say, I can't devolve that information, but he's on pretty damn good wages. Loads of money. And what about BFG? He's more he's near on... 20 than he is 10. Last now. Yeah. Uh, would you keep him? I, I mean, I would. I would. Well, you have to at the moment, yeah. don't you? Yeah, but I mean, he, he he could go in the next couple of days. How, how would saying. he feel, though, having the captaincy taken off him and being a bit player when he was the captain last year and the stalwart of defence? Well, how would you feel? I wouldn't feel great. So no. do you try and get rid of him? I'd keep him up Yeah, I like him. He's good. Long I like season. Him. I like him. Players I'm just going saying. in and out. Hall is injury prone. Hall's very. He'll play quite right? a lot of yeah. games. He'll play quite a lot of games. And I was so saying that the partnership on Saturday was really, really good. Um, but you're right. I mean, I, I don't know much about the lad from Brentford injury wise, but I don't think he's got a, a bad record, and that's fine. No, I don't think. But so. we all know Hall is. You know, he's a kind of a. He's a very good. I could see Cameron if Hall went out. I could see Cameron going playing centre half. Well, yeah, and you've got Ball as well that can do yeah. centre-half as well. Or he could go into uh, Cameron's spot. 
Yeah. In front. Yeah. So we, Christ, we've got options. We've got coverage, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hoggle as well was superb. I was going to say, we haven't mentioned him once. Took the goal really well. How do we pronounce his name? I thought it was Hoggle, isn't it? Hugh Hugel? Hugel. Hugel. I'm dyslexic. No. Just pronunciation. He was really good. Hang on. You can't blame dyslexia because you pronounced it how it is spelled. Just get them first before anyone says anything. Yeah. Um, but he was he he ran his socks off. But he also he's a strong lad. He is really strong. He took two of the defenders out at one stage, and I thought, wow, we haven't had that for long for a lone player. That's quite good to see. I remember him a couple of years ago when they Preston beat us, and oh, he was yeah. up front for pre- he was really good. I thought he was a bit chunky that day. He looked a bit. It could be the kit. He looked a bit. Uh, <laughs> That's what I always say. That's yeah, what yeah, I always blame. Yeah. No, not not a kit. Well, not on the t- kit I've, I'm wearing at the moment yeah, yeah. is making me look chunky. Oh, listen, yeah. the, the size of me. No, I thought at Preston he looked a bit big. I thought he looked very fit on Saturday, fitter than he looked at Preston when he scored against the us. The lack of opportunity he's been given at West Ham in relation to the fee they paid for him it seems almost scandalous. They had to buy someone three though, substitute yeah. appearances. How little faith must mm. for ten million quid? Yeah. How little faith must you have in someone? And we, where, where did they get him from? Preston. Preston. They got him from they Preston. Got him from Preston. He, he, he went from Portfield to Preston mm. to West Ham. And he's the one that did the bubbles video, isn't it? That was yeah, on YouTube saying, can't, bubbles. Can't wait till I walk out. Yeah, yeah. He actually hasn't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the trouble is, the Premiership clubs will just think that is a risk worth taking because they think, well, ten million quid. I mean, how much do we pay for Leroy Fur? Eight or nine million. Oh, you had to bring him up, didn't you? Yeah, you to so it's kind of it's, it's kind of they will see it worth the risk. But yeah, I mean he's he's a championship player all day long. Whether he's a Premiership player, I don't know. Watch final get relegated this year. No, is it? That's, that's where he's yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. The one thi- the one <laughs> thing we didn't talk about last week. A kind of I'm just sort of mopping okay. up all the stuff we haven't talked about from that's happened over the You're summer. You're doing a Fennec. I'm doing a Fennec. What, mopping up? Sweeping up, yeah. Sweeping up, yeah, exactly. Going through the things that we should talk about, that we didn't talk about, that someone pointed out on Twitter, was we now have a freshly renamed stadium. Mm. Um, How do we feel about that? How do we feel about walking on Saturday into the Kyan Prince Foundation Stadium? Absolutely brilliant. Mm. You know, it'll always be Loftus Road. They tried to change the name to Rangers Stadium a couple oh, that of was times. Tremendous. But they tried it in the 60s as well. Did they? Yeah. They tried to make it Rangers. It didn't work, did it? It's Loftus Road. It always will be Loftus Road. But to, to do something, not only in honour of the young lad who died, but to try and fight this blight that's running through London. I think the lads have done it. It's a, it's a good decision. Mm. I think the um, weird um, Karen's dad on the podcast, as you know, and it's kind of like when you listen to Mark and you can't help but wipe away a tear as a dad. You were a dad, you were a dad, you were a dad. Not so you don't have to be a dad to understand. You're a dad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, it's just when he turns around and he's talking and he goes, I miss my boy. That got me. You know, more than anything else, he's talking about his son and he's just talking about, really miss my boy. And he would swap everything, I'm sure, for all this to have his lad back. And I mm. think it's, I know people have been anti it on Twitter and they're saying it's all a case of going towards commercialisation and what's it going to be next year. Who cares? This is the right thing to do for the right type of people, for the right family at the right time with the crime being what it is. And if it saves one person's life by being out there, and people join the foundation and change your life. Well, do you know what? We'll still call it Loftus Road. You know, some people get upset. That's fine. I, I'm not dismissing but, what they're saying. But then I have to, if I play devil's advocate, mm-hmm. everything you've just said just about like, the foundation and the cause and everything, both pools have just said is correct. But you've also both said, we're going to call it Loftus Road anyway. So therefore, my question is, what's the po- well, then what's the point in it? Because it's the greater world when they come to Sky Sports and the Kion Prince Foundation Stadium. The media. Yeah. The media is going to pick up on that and someone's going to go, well, what is this? What, what, what does it mean? And then we can look at Mark Prince's YouTube videos. They can get information out there. We can get Kion's story out there. We can get people to read the book. It's about information changes lives. Well, I think they should have... Um, this, this is, what is it on your WhatsApp? When you log into WhatsApp, you go to WhatsApp web and you hold your... It, it scans the... Uh, QR code. Yeah, I think, I think they should be... I don't know. Well, 
something in the program. Chris you... explains technology, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. No, go on. Go on. What are we going to say? Go on. Yeah. Okay, so it's like a what, what is it? QR code. QR when code. You scan a code. Yeah. Yeah. So when you scan a code, I think they should, you know, to get the benefit, of, have that on the program. They might already be doing it. We haven't seen the program yet. Right. So people can be aware of it, and so people can just scan their phone, and it just pops brings up, and the then brings website. you brings yeah. you all the details. I mean, we, listen, we did that podcast. I keep going back about, it, and I, I recommend anyone who's got time to sit down listen to that podcast and tell me it's the wrong thing to do I'll listen to you and I'll respect you but I'm not sure you're going to say it after listening to that podcast I think I think when it was first mooted um, a lot of people including me was like oh, you can't do that you can't you know this is exactly mm. what you just said this is the first step Rocky Road etc etc I think now it, it, everyone knows what the cause is and what it's renamed I think people have changed their minds I and certainly, it, certainly have and it will go back to Loftus Road and hopefully people will have learned a lot about Kayan, his life, and his father, and what they're doing. Absolutely, and what yeah. and what you both said is true. Everyone will still call it Loftus Road, but we'll be aware. Yeah. I should be fair. I always say I'm going down the Rangers, which I suppose is a bit cockney for an Irish guy. But I, I, I mean, yeah. I've never said I'm going down to Loftus Road. <laughs> have you? No, I say go down the Rangers. I'm going to watch the match or have a trip with pills with me. <laughs> going to see the family. Yeah. Um, people have said that. Yeah, I have heard well, people say that. Or going to the factory, depending on how we're doing at the time. Yeah, yeah. So people have said. Paul that. C, given that you said that, seems like a good time to tell us about QPR NYC. So you're over here for a couple of weeks. Presumably, you come over maybe once a year or something. To I catch do a few at the games. start of the season every year. I'll do the month of August because uh, I work. Mostly for the and ice everyone gets out. Yes, at so Square so you're the you're the 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 ice van man. Yeah, the Zamboni what, driver. The Zamboni yeah, driver, which man. is which is that's the truck <laughs> for the New York Rangers that smooths the ice. Smooths the ice. Yeah. Before you get onto New QPR yeah. NYC, tell us about that. That's it's really good. Sometimes I'm driving <laughs> it because you know it's very important because you can mess up the ice and you can delay a game. And yeah. I'm driving it sometimes. I'm thinking, what the hell are they doing? Is that your do job, this? or you job, do yeah. that? But I, I work at other things too. I'll put stages up. I'll uh, okay. I'll put chairs chairs together. I'll build boxing rings. I'll okay. I'll do anything they ask me. Mostly it's ice hockey. Oh, so you work at Madison Square yeah, Garden? Yeah, Madison Square Garden. Okay, yeah. and during the ice hockey season for Rangers, which is between when and when? Uh, usually it's uh, October till May. If they make the playoffs, it goes a bit further. You're the groundsman, basically. Yeah, I'm a groundsman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Take He's care the, of the ice pitch. man. Yeah, the ice man. Yeah. And how did they do this year? Really badly, but they re- they're re- rebuilding with a uh, with a bunch of young lads. They got some financial constraints under the salary cap. So, and the best they have done in the Stanley Cup under your groundsmanship is lost in the final at Los Angeles in 2014, Ooh. which was a double edged sword because. We were three one down to Pittsburgh in the playoffs. If we lost one more game, I was able to fly back for the playoff final. Oh, and they came back the QPR player. Yeah, yeah, and they came back and they beat Pittsburgh. And when they beat Pittsburgh, I was walking around like someone had kicked my dog. Oh. I was gutted, and every, you know everyone was cheering, and I'm like devastated. So I had to watch it. I watched it with the lads, the QPR lads in yeah, New York. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the same. Can I ask Very you a question? Good. When you're doing the um sorry to butt in do That's all right. Sorry. I, I hate doing this as you know. I know. Um when <laughs> when you're doing Run the Ace, do you ever listen to Pig Bag? They play Pig Bag. The greatest thing, they play Pig Bag in the music that goes around. Yeah. They, they play don't. Pig Bag, yeah. And I've always like I'm always working in the back oh damn get me phone out and record this, yeah. So there's a crafted way you could put QPR on the ace. Oh listen, they we've had QPR. Oh, you mean like mow it like they mow it, <laughs> in yeah. the mow it, mow it in. We've had QPR days down at work where all the off ice officials are wearing QPR badges, they've had QPR on the big screen because everyone at work supports QPR because of me. The announcers will come in, you know, how how do Queen's Park Rangers do the weekend? And one, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I said to one of the announcers, Sam Rosen, he's quite a famous announcer, I said, you know what, I think we're going to do well this year. And he nearly fell over. He, he said, oh, optimism, I've never heard it before. Uh, do any of the players oh, know players, about uh, QPR? Yeah, Jasper Fast uh, is a huge Aston Villa fan. And and when we, when we beat him, he, he, he wasn't too happy. You know, they're, they're all United fans. I, the Alan Shearer came to do a big thing with the Premier League trophy and hockey from NBC TV. Okay, with the Rangers, so they had me go up to meet Alan Shearer. So they had the Premier League trophy, and one of the players, Matt Zuccarella, said, "Come on, 
come with me, you'll never see this again, uh-huh. you know, which wasn't no. very nice. You know, he's a United fan. Yeah, also so, probably. So everyone, everyone follows QPR. And, and have you told him that you've been Dual Trafford and he probably hasn't been Dual Trafford? Oh, yes, he's, uh, they, nice. they fly yeah, over. Um, that wouldn't work then. Yeah, Tell us fun. about QPR NYC. Well, QPR NYC, a great bunch of lads, and there's one lad especially called Andy. And Andy has uh, gone, back to, gone back to school. He's like a mature student. He's a wife and kid. And he's gone back to RPI, which is upstate New York, and he's doing a he's doing a, a master's degree. Yeah, and is uh, it could be a doctorate actually. I forget. Anyway, he has a website uh, www.studyofsport.com. All right. And he also has a website, which is uh, sorry, a podcast, yeah. The Spirit of Seventy Four. Now that's going to be on major all the major uh, Apple, all the major platforms soon. But not at the moment. He's a, it's a podcast. So this is Andy from QPR NYC. He's Andy, doing a uh, podcast about people who were born in 1974 and all their different that's stories. That's a brilliant idea. Be it fans, be it players, be it... So I'd, I'd, I'm sure he'd love you to get in contact with him if uh, you were born in 1974. But also to listen to it. And, yeah. uh, and I have met Andy and he is a bona fide yank. He's a proper American, an American who loves... QPR knows more about QPR than me, which is not particularly hard. Not really. Is massively into it. There's a f- there's a few of them. There's, you know, it's not just English lads. There's American lads there too. I, I can't mention them all because they're good lads. Have you? <laughs> because they're good has lads. Has Brooklyn though. Ranger from um, Law for Words has he ever come down? Is that Sorry? Brooklyn R? Brooklyn. I don't yeah, He's from Northern Ireland. No. So loads of people are always in New York here and we've there. Had, work we've had holiday. Joe Lumley's mum. Have came in really? She, her, and her, her and her daughter, his sister, watched a half of a game. Brilliant. They, brilliant. Uh, we had uh, Kevin Gallon, Paul Bruce. So you watch out. all the games? Yeah, Legends Bar. Legends Bar. Yeah. And if anyone Downstairs, wants Factory. to get in touch with you guys... We're on, we're on Facebook, QPR NYC, on Twitter... QPR NYC. Check out the merchandise. The merchandise is the best football merchandise. Anthony makes seen. the best, and I, I got in contact class. with him just before I came out. I said, "Have you got any spare gear at home?" And he, we just couldn't meet up. He's got some really good stuff. He doesn't sell it. He, it's brilliant. The, um, yeah. the blondie one is brilliant. Yeah, it's just so many I good things. Don't know if you're intending to go for a drink with Paul Finney after. Maybe you are. Maybe you aren't. Mm. But trust he me, is. he's going to bombard you for about an hour about us doing a podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're, we're, I'd, I'd love the lads would love to have you we've out. Got there. To, we've and got to do it. We've got to do it. So no, I met them all. Well, some of the guys when I was out there a few yeah. months ago, I went into. I think I said it on the podcast at the time. But it's this weird pub. Each TV, everyone brings their laptop in so for the feed. And each TV is separated by a flag. So you had a, we had a Rotherham flag, a QPR flag. Um, the place some, to watch Rotherham in New York. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Oh, Middlesbrough oh, they're yeah. the most annoying Middlesbrough fans. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Why? Oh, she's, this is one woman. She's just so loud and so obnoxious. Oh, it's just, oh, it's Not the one I met. She was quite nice. But. It could be the same one. <laughs> right. Okay. Is, is there a Chelsea lot there as well? Let's not talk about Chelsea. Oh, oh, um, oh. <laughs> uh, never mind. Ours end already. So, anything else we haven't I've talked about mentioned? Well, I will. I'll do the QPR pay thing. We talked about as my oh, yeah, end. Yeah. So we talked about this last week, um, and occasionally the club asks us, "Can we point things out to people as a kind of whatever you want to call it, public service to help people out?" Um, and there seems to be a lot of confusion around this card that people have got. There's a lot of people on Twitter not sure what they're supposed to do about activating their season ticket card ahead of Saturday. What's this MasterCard thing? What's this, you know, what is it? Um, so to try and help everybody out, we want to make it clear that you do not need to activate it. So all the people who are worried that they need to activate their card to get into the stadium on Saturday, we've been told by the club, you do not need to activate it. You only need to do anything if you want to use it as a MasterCard. So take your card, you will be able to get in as normal. There's also a second cock-up to make clear to people, which is some junior R's have been sent two cards. Did you know this? Have you been sent Yeah, Nancy's two? got two, I think. Yeah. I've got two as well for, for my little boy. So mm. that's also a cock-up. So to make clear on that, if you have two junior season tickets, 
just use one. The first one you use will be the one that's activated. Chuck the other one oh, away. Damn, I was going to take her in line. twice. Um, and let's also make it clear, as <laughs> much as we do help the club out by kind of mentioning these things and making it clear, I still maintain the position from last week that this whole thing about the MasterCard, the pay card, is utterly, utterly ridiculous and unnecessary. I was just going to say, if you have to explain it, as we do on every, on every, on every level, then they might have got it wrong. Yeah, which... Leads nicely to your R's end. Mine's quite interesting because I was contacted by John Sharp today, and the we um, and as we lad George, who's a friend of the podcast, often yeah. listens, came up with a question that I've been kind of analysing all day, and I'm not sure. Anyway, the question is: um, Does he think we can play the football we played at Stoke at Loftus Road because the pitch is smaller, so it could restrict what we did at Stoke with you know the putting it over here, the moving the long ball the pass and everything else because the pitch is slightly smaller. Personally, I think the smaller pitch gives you an edge in that if you say you want to play it. But what do you guys think? I'm sure Warburton must have factored that in. I mean, he's pretty meticulous um, uh, without going down the Mark Hughes. I never know if these pitch sizes make that much difference because it's not that they're not... Yeah, there's a, they're a few yards different, but they're not that different, are they? Um, as long it's, as there's a certain standard, they can be whatever they can. I don't know, what's, what's the rules? I, I don't know the rules. I know in New York, NYCFC play at Yankee Stadium, their pitch is so narrow. Mm. I think they actually changed the laws of the game. I know they did in 94 because Giant Stadium was so narrow. But I don't think our uh, pitch is that narrow. Standard size in ice hockey, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think <laughs> our pitch is. It is anyway, second in, point. Th- th- thank you, George, for that. For it. Um, good question. It, it was actually quite Very good. Very good question. Yeah, Very good I, question. I get thorn by people who ask me nice things on Twitter. Cheers, well, George. So that was good. Second point is, do you know what? It was so wonderful. So I always talk about passion and we've got to do this, we've got to do that. But it was so nice seeing everyone hugging each other on Saturday, everyone having the crack, everyone just having... It doesn't matter what happens the rest of the season. We've, we won that game. It kind of... The shackles of all the away games last season were, were thrown into the wind and it was just nice. Everyone enjoying themselves. Even Dave Thomas was running around hugging people <laughs> and smiling and that's what football is about. It's about... If the player, as I said earlier, if the players play that every week, win, lose, or draw, people won't have an issue. The Stoke, fa- Stoke fans were very um, pleased, not pleased, but uh, what's the word? Praised, yeah, complimentary yeah. of our of our support as well. The, from what I saw on various mm. message boards, leads us nicely on to you, Christopher. To me, well, I've got a couple of quick ones. Um, first of all, um, can we reward Eze for his performance and for his goal on Saturday by locking him in a basement until the transfer window shut? Um, I, I don't, you know, there was somebody He's pur- not going purporting to be somebody who knew somebody from Crystal Palace uh, saying that they were sniffing around, etc, etc. I don't think he will do. I think we're in a position now where we don't need to get rid of him. But I think well, as I, a replacement for Zaha, they, they replaced him today. They signed Gary Cahill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Chris, basically, uh, to put your mind at ease, uh, if a bid comes in for him, he will go if it meets evaluation. That's where we are. But the valuation, if he has a season, if he continues the season like he did valuation, on Saturday, his valuation could be triple what his, it is his now. His valuation, I would imagine, would be about six to seven. No, I was saying to say seven. He's but not it, going. Could, it could be He's 20. If, if, he could be a 50 million payer in five years' time. If a time. bid comes in, he will go. Okay. That's what QPR okay, and the other one was just this quote from uh, my mate Scott from America in LA this time sent me, listen to the Guardian Football Weekly. Describe the Stoke game. It was like watching Barcelona at their peak, the way QPR moves Stoke around the pitch. Yes, it was. And so, Paul, our guest, your R's end. My R's end is a personal one. Next Tuesday, I'm bringing my little niece, Kitty, to see her first QPR game. Now, Kitty has grown up in a house where my brother is a Chelsea fan, her mum's a Liverpool fan, and unprompted by me, because I'm in New York... Six months ago, or a few months ago, she turned around, coming home from school, little boy talking about football, she said, I support QPR. Oh. And my dad said, my, sorry, my dad, my brother said, since when? She goes, I've always supported QPR. Whoa. She has a QPR shirt now with her name on the back, Kitty. Courtesy so, of you. Yes, courtesy of me, because I, you know, I've got a spoiler, if that's what she wants, that's what mm-hmm. she wants. How old is Kitty? Seven. Okay. She will Good be age. there on Tuesday night. If you see Kitty walking down the street, if you know me, or if you see her name on the back of the shirt, Please say hello to Kitty and uh, make a fuss of her because she uh, has a QPR teddy bear she sleeps with and she wears her QPR shirt to bed. Oh, she is very hooked. good. Summer holidays, school holidays on Tuesday, so 
at the Bristol City at game. At the Bristol City Lovely. game. Lovely. In Lower Loft. So. Good rename luck, it, Kitty. Rename it Brist- QPR v Bristol Kitty. Bristol Kitty. Bristol Kitty. Yes. Yes. Very good. Well done, Christopher. Very good. Okay, all that remains is predictions for Queen's Park Rangers versus Huddersfield Town. Well, I said 2-0, and I was mocked last week by your very good selves. And I think well, you were wrong. You wrong. were not correct. <laughs> you got it wrong. Yeah. I was nearly correct. But I, my theory is if you say 2-0 long enough, at some point it will come right. It was yeah. a genius. Yeah. Anyway, I think we'll win 3-1 on Saturday. And <laughs> I'm not getting carried away. And then against Bristol City in the Cup, who knows. But I need, before I go, I should have done it. I need some advice. It's my 50th birthday on Tuesday. And I'm shouting myself. What is but life no like on the other side? I'll, I'll tell you. Day. I'll tell you when I get there, mate. <laughs> just, just, just uh, get your duvet and crawl under it for the day. That's my Seriously, advice. Mate, I don't want to do anything. Everything hurts. I, I don't want to celebrate. I don't want to. My back's killing me. My ankles are Tuesday. Gone. Yeah. So you're going to Bristol City in the Carabao Cup. Well, you know, to, your tri- no, to treat you yourself. Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you really? Yeah, for the 50th birthday. Of course, yeah. you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky. I have no life, but I don't like parties. We I don't should, like... You know they advertise to be a mascot. QPR, <laughs> we should have a whip round for you to be oh, a mascot on no Tuesday night. I'm paying. Are you I'm serious? Paying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You Vinny should chance. be mascot. On no I think oh, oh, Scammon's hand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think we should start oh, a GoFundMe. Elias for Vinny yeah, to be yeah. the mascot Definitely. on Tuesday hold, night. Hold chair's hand as you're walking out. That'd be great. And keep the glasses on too. Get bigger glasses too. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's, I've never seen him shocked into silence like this. Let's do I it. Think he quite Let's get a campaign no, whipped up. Hashtag Mascot Finney. Yes. Hashtag Mascot Finney for Tuesday night. I can't brilliant. think of anything worse. Um, <laughs> what was the prediction for Huddersfield? 3 1, he said. I think we're doing another podcast before then, anyway, aren't we? Because I think we're doing the podcast on Monday. So we'll see whether the internet wanted Finney as a mascot or didn't care about Finney as a mascot. They don't want me as a mascot. Um, If the club are listening. (laughs) Uh, Paul, C, predictions for Saturday. I'm really confident for Saturday. I I think Huddersfield are quite a boring side, they're quite defensive. I think we're going to have a nice, easy 2 0 win. It'll be two 0 at half time. We'll just go around, play the ball around, like be like a cat knocking a, a mouse around, <laughs> just enjoying ourselves. It's going to be a lot of fun this season. It'll be brilliant going up. Chris, uh, well, I said one all last week, and that worked. So I'm going to say one all again. I think I said we will not win last week, so I'm going to say exactly the same thing. Absolutely, we will yeah. not win on Saturday. Thank you for listening to the QPR pod. This was very unlike you. It's very unlike you. Can I just thank? Great seeing this live. Hang on. Paul, Sorry. thank you for what you guys do for all the QPR fans who go to New York. You lot are fantastic how you treat people, how you welcome them, how you take them into the fold. It means a lot to QPR fans. Thank you so much. It's so good that they can go there, watch the game, and feel part of it. Thank you. Yeah. On behalf of the New York boys, thank you. That's true. We'll be back Monday, I think, is the plan for next week, unless we say otherwise on Twitter. Thank you for listening. This has been Open All Ours. QPR. QPR. Yeah.